Hey everybody, uh, it's Andrew, and I wanted to record a special introduction to this episode because there's something going on with the audio, and I felt it deserved an explanation before you come on so you didn't think I didn't know that it was happening. Uh, apparently, somehow, when we were recording the show, the uh, the platform we were using to record changed microphones on me, so instead of using my actual professional microphone, it used uh, the microphone attached to my web camera. So if it sounds like I am talking from an empty room with a lot of hard surfaces around me, that's why. I know it's distracting, but please uh, stay tuned. Jerry's microphone is just fine, uh, which is which is good. So uh, my apologies in advance for this. Obviously, I didn't realize this until I started editing the show, uh, but uh, wanted to get it out there. Uh, have fun and enjoy episode 66. In a world gone mad, only rationality and common sense can save it. It's Andrew and Jerry Save the World with your hosts, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers. And now, here's Andrew and Jerry. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Andrew and Jerry Save the World, episode 66. Andrew and Jerry knew you were going to ask that question. I'm Andrew Langer. Jerry Rogers. And we got a lot to unpack today. Uh, uh, um, allegations or evidence that the Biden family took millions upon millions, millions of dollars. 20, 20 million thus far. But yeah. here, here's here's a, a larger question. Uh, Joe Biden has had millions of dollars in the bank for years. Right. And he and he claims it's because of book deals uh, and because of uh, public speaking engagements, but on his financial disclosure forms, he doesn't give details. Right. He just gives, he just gives amounts. Yes. So, that, so on top of that, see, I thought the evidence of fiscal wrongdoing or or monkey business has been present all the time. Sure. But, but now, as Jonathan Turley says in today's or yesterday's New York Post, uh. Joe Biden absolutely all caps benefited from Hunter Biden's foreign business deals. Right. See, and, and I love I love the, the the tweet that was out there in which they laid it out there. First, it was Joe Biden never talked business with his son. Then it was Joe Biden never talked to his son's business partners. Then it was Joe Biden never talked business with his son's business partners. And now it's you can't prove that any of the twenty million dollars went to Joe Biden, which is just and and what's so disturbing. And and again, th th this is it, right? Uh, the left has the mainstream, the establishment, whatever title we give, um, they're so dogmatic, they're so they're so religious in their uh, in their viewpoints uh, that. Uh, they can't recognize what's happening in front of their faces. So what do we hear from the Washington Post, New York Times crowd, from the Democrats, from CNN, from Morning Joe? We hear that there's the appearance of scandal. Right. <laughs> right. So yes, you went. Yes. So so I was walking down the, it's just the appearance of the scandal. I was walking down Belmont Avenue in the Bronx and some guy came out with a gun and hit the other guy over the head stole his wallet 
I witnessed I witnessed the appearing the, the appearance of a robbery. The appearance of a mugging. Here's what here's what gets me, right? Is that we've now come from a president has to be impeached because he was benefiting from people spending fifteen hundred dollars a night in a hotel that had his name on it, right? Remember, there was a whole lawsuit. There were several lawsuits, but one specifically from the Attorney General of Maryland uh, about the inurement of benefit because the the the, the president, right. people were spending $1,500 a night uh, at his hotel or the hotel that his corporation owned in Washington, D.C., that that somehow was a, was a, was a scandalous. Uh, the vice president's son making tens of millions of dollars or the Biden family making tens of millions of dollars. See, this is what's, this is what's important, right, Jerry? Because again, they never demonstrated with, th- th- that was always my question with regards to Trump, right? Which was, okay, show me the benefit. Show me what, or show me something that Donald Trump allegedly did for these $1,500 a night hotel rooms, right? We, we, you know, we, we go back to, and I've talked about this before, this is what is important. Substance matters. I haven't said that phrase in a very long time. You know, again, the issue of the quid pro quo, giving something and something has gotten in return. We know that the vice president at the time was influencing and working overtime to influence foreign policy. He threatened a foreign president with the withholding of aid. Remember, we impeached the president over this. And, and let me make a connection that, uh, uh, with the uh, Trump uh, impeachment, the first impeachment, right? A lot of it had right. to do with, with that phone call to the uh, to the sitting Ukrainian president. And remember at the time, the former vice president, now President Joe Biden, was at the forefront pushing for impeachment. Right. It seems to me that Biden, the Democrats, were pushing impeachment in order to hide the Biden right. bribery scandal. It always was about that. And it was always about was, weaponizing yes. the instruments of power, right? Yes, of the Instruments of power to both. So this is something Jerry and I were talking about yesterday, um, which is- this, which sounds, is this sounds like a very bad Steven Seagal <laughs> Netflix movie. This is, I mean, it's, uh, huh. the, the, the premise is so outrageous, but, but it's the truth. Right. The scandal, the- the 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 use of government to go after your political enemies the bidens i'm sorry you know joe came into office with this reputation of being uncle joe of being you know the good old guy you know he might say crazy things but at the end of the day the adults are now in charge you can have a beer with him that sort of thing uh someone did a piece it might have been rich lowry i don't remember who uh but it was at national review or maybe it was a cook who did it i forget but yeah. our, our listeners should google it and pardon the language i'm going to use but national review did a piece uh, sorry uh, joe was always an asshole yes and it goes back uh throughout his half century of government involvement showing his corruption his lying his anger uh his going after his enemies uh, remember again just for those who would say, oh, goodness, Jerry, he'd never do this. This is the same guy in order to get elected and reelected in Delaware lied that his first wife uh, was killed by a drunk driver. Right. He ruined that person's life. 
Yeah. It, 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 there was no drunk driving. There was no alcohol involved. But yet Joe Biden, Senator Biden, didn't care. He was all about ruining other people's lives if it meant advancing himself. I'm sorry. And here's no, 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 no need to apologize, Jerry. I mean, here's the thing to remember, right? When Joe Biden ran in 1988 for president, he was essentially disqualified. Was it? He was 88, right? It wasn't 92 that he was that he was knocked out over the over the. Well, he, he ran a couple. He ran a couple times, but yeah, but yeah, 88. But my, was- my my point my point is, you know, it took it took a, a lackluster Democratic bench to elevate Joe Biden to being the vice president of the United States in the first place, right? Barack Obama needed his own Dick Cheney. Someone who'd been around DC for a very, very long time. Well, let me let me let me throw up a theory here. Yeah. Uh Joe Biden, again, his relationship with Bird, uh, his uh his uh of being against busing. Yeah. Uh his uh he was the sponsor of the what was it, the ninety one or the early nineties, the uh yeah, the, the, crime, the crime the crime bill. Crime and so I think those uh, around Obama, uh, because remember, Obama was never vetted, right? And, oh, I'm his, and, his, that now. and and his radical background never truly came to light. But his advisors knew that it could. Yes. So the best way to shield Obama's radicalness was to bring in a good old boy. Yeah. And that's yeah. what Biden was. Biden was the good old boy. The establishmentarian. Yes. Yeah. And and so this guy who was who was deemed ineligible or unelectable to run for president back in 1988, 1992, whenever it was, he gets his his, his flagging career bolstered. He he uh, he runs. Um, he then. But, he, yeah, but, but, but I want to make clear here. They didn't choose him. The Obama. Sickle fans didn't choose Biden. But for his deficiencies, right? The fact that he was a closeted racist, the fact that he was, uh, uh, uh you know, the the backroom dealer, uh, they needed someone uh, who was like the worst that Washington had to offer. Sure. In or in order to in order to elevate Barack Obama, right, 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 to make Barack Obama look better. And but yeah. my my point is is that is that and then. As Barack Obama himself said, never underestimate Joe's capacity to F things up, right. right? Which I wouldn't doubt as a reference to how he handled his office, you know, but for the fact that we were in the midst of a pandemic and the Democratic bench was so horrible going into 2020, right? Joe Biden was the only viable candidate they had. And again, not to sort of revisit election 2020, but we, you know, again, I'm not saying the election 2020 was stolen on election day or even in the weeks leading up to election day, but certainly the Democrats were able to engineer the pandemic to benefit or be- engineer. Oh, sure. Regulations. Are- so the point is, Joe Biden, the only way Joe Biden could be elected president of the United States, given everything that we know about him, is to stack the deck in the media in favor of him to completely trash the sitting president of the United States and make him completely toxic to the voters that you need him to be. And, 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 and leverage and politicized and uh, a, uh, a pandemic. And, and and again, for for those who would say, well, Andrew, I'm sorry, Jerry, let me be really clear. And to take advantage of the idiocy of the guy who was in charge, who didn't sort of 
who who didn't know how to respond to this. And so that let's let's oh, out, yeah, I, you know what? Let's let's let, let me comment on that because this is something that has been driving me crazy uh for a couple of days now, which is you know, every time I hear Donald Trump talk now and 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 he's talking about draining the swamp and he's you know he's going he's going to go after the the, the DOJ and and uh and you know I'm I'm going after you and I said to myself he had his shot and he didn't do it and worse than that you and I during the campaign silly season in 2020 and even in 2019 you and I on this podcast on our radio programs we were saying Look what the Democrats are doing. Yes. Look how they're resetting the table, how they're changing election law. And what did Donald Trump do? Nothing. 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 And, 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 it come, and it comes down to, right, once again, I'll say this again. Donald Trump campaign 2016, or I'm sorry, Donald Trump campaign 2024 is not the same campaign as 2016 or 2020. You know, 2016, Donald Trump had everything going in his favor. He had good people around him who were giving him good advice. There was a huge unknown going on. He was running against an incredibly toxic figure, Hillary Clinton. Right. Um, uh, we'd, we'd had eight years of Barack Obama. Now, again, we have four years of, of Joe Biden, which is like the Barack Obama administration on steroids. But when you don't have the people who understand how to capitalize that. Now, again, I say this knowing, and everybody's going to say, uh, knowing that Donald Trump is substantially ahead of everybody else in the polls. And that certainly matters going into the primary. Um, but come election season, the general election, it, it, he needs he needs Kellyanne Conway on his side and he's not going to have Kellyanne Conway on his side. And and so and certainly going into if Donald Trump were to win, he wouldn't it wouldn't be the same as well, because folks have made it impossible for anybody or for very few good people to go into the administration. I'm sorry, Jerry. I mean, because I want to spend some time. Maybe we do it now. Maybe we do it later. Spend some time talking about the other candidates running because sure. I, I teased this last week that I was off Ron DeSantis. Well, let's let's do it now because yeah. I, I want to comment on what you just said, and that is, uh, I, I I I don't like the focus on the polls. I I, I don't know what no. a what a what a July national poll tells us about the primary it tells Especially, us nothing it right. tells us that it tells us that more people know who trump is and, it and tells more people are seeing that, trump in the news which is part of the plot yeah. right and it's it's the, the, again the disingenuousness right that we, but this also goes to the whole how the establishment kind of crafts and creates uh fortifies uh uh what's going to happen right Right. The, the the fact is, it is, listen to it, me. Is, it is Marxist dialectic out of yeah. synthesis. Yes. A, a July, a July 2023 poll, an April 2023 poll really tells us nothing right. about what's going to happen uh, in uh, in 2024. But yet it's it's a uh, it's it's all over the place and it's it's constant it's ubiquitous it's what everyone says well you know he's ahead of the polls well it's almost like a again a self-fulfilling prophecy well, you know when, when i was a kid when i was a kid my mom always said um uh always said to me things like you know don't 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 call your sister uh an idiot uh because words have power 
And sure. if you if you label someone something, right. uh, it, it, it's destined to happen. The, the, well, the, that's what's the, happening. The smart here. daughter and the beautiful daughter. Yeah, I I, right. I I understand this. It's just it's to me yes, and 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 the the popular narrative is designed because they want they want Donald Trump to be the nominee. The the Democrats yes. want Trump to be the nominee because they think they can beat him again. They have a reasonable chance. Plus they can run their playbook over again. And they think that the RNC hasn't figured out how to deal with it. And, and again, we say this, you know, once again, sort of going down this road, I now, I don't think I have a, a dog in this race. Well, let, let, race. Go through the, let's go through them. Right. So you have, you have Donald Trump, right? Right. You have Ron DeSantis, who, right. who I, it just, has pissed me off to no end. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get your. I don't get your. Um, your disconnect with DeSantis. Well, I mean, it's listen. I think the straw that broke the camel's back for me was him floating the idea of RFK for a cabinet position. That, that, really? That 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 that, that turns you off? I mean, yeah, yes, it does. Well, I mean, why? RFK should not be anywhere. No, no, no credible Republican should ever be uttering the words that I'm going to include Robert F. Kennedy Jr. anywhere in his cabinet or her cabinet. He's, he's, I, don't know. I mean, I, I, I get your point, but I don't think it's disqualifying. I mean, I mean, especially if you're sorry, listen, listen, I'm just saying it's a straw that broke the camel's back for me. I just, you know, what that, else is that? I mean, I, uh, you know, to I, me, I, I, I think that's pardon me, but I think that's a silly reason. I think that's it's, he's, he's, he's thinking out loud. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a, a populist, segment of the republican party that that wrongly but nonetheless likes jfk jr rfk so jr. i mean rfk jr yes so but that's, but that's but jerry that's just it it's, it's what else what, what i want what i want is a what i want is a is a politician who's not going to the thing about ron DeSantis is he's supposed to be a deep thinker he's supposed to be a serious candidate he's supposed to be a serious conservative and so i don't want him sort of bending and swaying because some you know because he hears you know um I'm going to, I, no, I'm not going to say it. He, he hears advisors mouthing the words. Um, right. I mean, the Republicans have always had the consultants problem. And I, I mean, I mean, my goodness, you know, uh, Christy Noem, who's also running for president or, right. you know, uh, is discussed, you know, she wrongly took the advice of consultants right. when it, when it came to the NAA, uh, the, the NCAA and transgendered sports uh, you know, she tried to s split the middle there, but then again, but however, so did Mike Pence. But you, you're big on Pence, Mike Pence. Well, no, and see now, uh, when, now when I'm, he was, now when I'm, he was governor. I'm, listen, I love Mike Pence to death, but now I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm wavering on Mike Pence. My support for Mike. Yeah, Pence. but, but my, my point is that it, it, when Mike Pence was governor of of, of Indiana, uh, he tried to play on both sides on the transgender right. uh, uh, issue, on the gay issue, but. That didn't stop you from supporting him. No, it didn't. It didn't stop me from supporting him because, on balance, there are many, many other issues upon which I think Mike Pence has done a, a very good job. But I will tell you what. Let me, let me sorry. Let me go through this. So, so I, I, you know, so there's the DeSantis thing. I like Viv, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I've liked him, and then Vivek Ramaswamy gets asked a question. He gets caught in the cross, you know, right, you know, between the eyes with a question about 9/11. Do you do you believe uh, the results of the 9-11 commission, which is a crazy question? And he turns around and answers it. Well, no, I don't believe everything that the 9-11 commission says, which then gets interpreted that he he's well, saying. Right. But, Hold on. but the thing is, he's right about that. Because I agree with you. Yes. 
Time out. Let me, I'm sorry. Let's walk through this. I agree. But there's a, but there's a politician, but there's a, there's, a, there's someone seeking office who's actually doing what you want. That is answering the question. No, 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 no. Okay. But time out for a second. But no, he gets screwed. The answer to the question is, what does the 9-11 commission and the 9-11 commission's findings have anything to do with what's going on in America in 2023? We are dealing with, you know, it, now back Here, to my point is my point is, is, is that I, I, yes, let's walk through what Vivek Ramaswamy said. Right. What he said specifically was that he believes that the U.S. government did not properly investigate or report on what the government of Saudi Arabia knew about the night, the planning and execution of the 9-11 attacks. Yes. And I also, agree with him. And my, and, and my issue with the 9-11 after reports, not just that, you know, just broadly speaking, is uh, we know, we absolutely know, uh, yes, about the firewall between domestic and and uh, and foreign intelligence and, and the and the and the, uh, the Clinton administration's firewall that precluded our our intelligence communities from communicating with each other. But more importantly, it was the anti-profiling uh, Al Gore as vice president. Uh, was uh, the uh, the the tip of the spear, so to speak, uh, with this politically correct or what we would say now woke? Um, the government can't profile. I don't want any profiling done. And and the thing is, is that we now know that if if the hijackers were profiled, right. then maybe nine eleven doesn't happen. So so and, and so 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 uh, Ramaswamy, yeah, Vivek is, Ramaswamy. is is correct. Yes, that, but the that problem we, we never is got a whole, a whole in this, in this, right? But it, but the problem is that by now answering the question and voicing the skepticism, it it then becomes a whole thing where he has to go on defense to say that he's not a nine. I get it, but then, but then again, but then, I'll throw right, back. Turn, I'll, turn, I'll, 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 but, no, but I'll throw back at you. Then, then what you need to do is listen to the consultants and do what DeSantis. Does. Well, okay, time out. So here's my here's my point. So you you want your no, cake no, no, and eat no, it too? No, 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 Jerry, Jerry, just um, there's a there's a there's a whole narrative that I'm going down here. All right, Everybody's all right. pissing me off here. All right, we'll I see. got a lot of problems with you people. So then <laughs> you get Mike Pence, who I love. I think I, I love Mike Pence. Um, Mike Pence turns around and gets. I got. I got a comment. I, I I don't. I don't understand your love affair with Mike Pence. I okay. um, I think Mike Pence was was a backbencher member of Congress. He was a a, a middling. You know. A kind of a do a, a do nothing governor. Um, I just don't understand the the appeal of Mike Pence. All right, so Mike Pence, I've I've known Mike Pence not well, but I've known Mike Pence for many many years. He was his committee was the first committee that I testified before in Congress back. Well, in, just because you are acquainted with someone doesn't mean yeah, that. Jerry, that well, hey. why I Jerry, you're talking. Listen, what what did Newt Gingrich say? All politics is personal. Anyway, my point is Mike Pence turns around and then repeats the 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 leftist progressive press narrative that Vivek Ramaswamy is a 9-11 truther. And so I'm like, you know, something, you know, a pox on everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm back to, I'm back to 2012 where I don't, you know, I don't care who's the, who the nominee. I, I'm not saying that. Obviously I care who the nominee is, but it's like, it's like every, you're, you're, listen, we know this. You never let the perfect be the enemy of the good. Um, it sounds. It sounds like that's what you're doing. Well, yes, of course, Jerry. And at some point in time, well, I'm going to let, trigger great, for a candidate. Let, 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 hold on, hold on. Wait. I say this. Hold on. I say this. I say this because I say this knowing 
that we are now just under two weeks out from the first Republican presidential debate. And um, um, and I will have a much better feeling for who I like and who I don't like after that debate, which is the whole purpose of the debate. All right. Well, it's listen, also let, matter right now. So so what? So there's DeSantis, uh, Chrissy, <clears throat> Christy Nome, Chris Christie, Donald Trump, Mike Pence. Uh, uh, Burgum, Doug Burgum, Ramaswamy, Rama uh, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. What's a Vergen? What's a Bergen? What what is that? Uh, Burgum, Burgum. He's the governor of North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, not even a, not even on the on the list. Um, um, apparently, apparently running running for the position of of a secretary of commerce. I had a, yeah, I had a yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, with yeah, North Dakota yeah, poll. Yeah, well, good. He's a, he's a moron. No, no, he's a, he's a very smart guy, apparently. Well, you, you know what, though, but, again, but again, by your own standard, why run for president, demean the process, if really what you want to be is some, you know, is some, is some, you know, a bureaucrat? Listen, I, I, Shame I, on I him. Jerry, I, okay, I, I get this. I agree with you that, you know, you clear the field, but, you know, it's, it's a, it's a cluster start and, and. Yunkin, Yunkin might, might jump in, right? Oh, God, please. You know, yeah, no, he's not going to jump in. And if he does, he's an idiot too for jumping in. I, I tell you what, here, here, here's, here, so, so uh, I'm not. And I like Glenn Yunkin and I like the job he's doing as governor. Finish your term as governor and then run for president. <sighs> well, when's this term up? It's up next year. Um, it's up in 2025. Yes. All right. Here's the thing. Uh, Ramaswamy. Yeah. Speaks the truth. So therefore, anyone who would then leverage and mis uh, mischaracterize what he said, in my mind, is a, a hack. So Pence is a hack. Has to go with his creepy dark eyebrows and his white hair he looks like a child molester oh, he has oh to get, jerry he, come on he has to leave that's oh, he does. For jerry that's he's punching, the creepy that's punching down i'm punching down babe because he looks i'm sorry the how you look jerry, matters play the, jerry play the hits local 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 stop punching I'm down telling you he is a he is a he is an off-putting he's off-putting now, God bless him. I, I I know he's a Christian, and I don't want to say bad things about my Christian brothers and sisters. But the fact of the matter is, his whole aura is off-putting. I, I just how, how he speaks, how he looks, even the idiotic think, going to pump gas and doesn't have. Oh the my God! Oh, I'm sorry. You, dude, Jerry, I'm sorry. You know something? You're absolutely correct on on that part. That was the other thing I totally forgotten. That was the first thing that set me off about my what an, what, a, what an idiot. That, that now okay. What a phony baloney. I'm sorry. Baloney. It comes down to, right? You know, it's one of those things where it's interesting. You know, folks, you do. Jerry and I have been around politics long enough. And I've been around, you know, I don't. Have you ever have you ever worked in and around presidential campaigns at all, Jerry? I don't think in the 25 years you and I, almost 30 years you and I have known each other. We've ever well, I mean, the, the, the uh, Bush one and Bush two. I mean, okay. George Bush Sr., I was very involved in 88 in the in, in the state campaign in New Jersey. Yeah, uh, I was I helped give I was uh, helped uh, host uh, Barbara Bush. So I've, the I've done, New Jersey. done some some work with with a couple of different presidential campaigns over the years. And and there Not are 88. That's 88. I'm sorry. 92. I apologize. There are things that 92. there are things that president that candidates have to do in order to become president. Right. And that may and maybe maybe to me, that's part of my problem is that I'm sort of beholden to the old. No, what, what's this list? This Andrew list? Well, I mean, things like you, you, you write the book, right? You lay out your agenda. 
Uh, you go out and you, you demonstrate that you are a deep thinker about policy issues. But the problem, of course, is, is that the, the littlest thing, the dumbest thing can slip you up. Uh, did you, you, I'm sorry. Did you just say that you that, <laughs> I'm sorry? Did you just say you have to you have to show yourself to be a deep thinker? I think you need to what show se- yourself- what century you're not even the you got even the where do we what are you I, wait, 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 you're going back you're going back to the 20th century I'm pardon me I'm going back to the 18th century on the 18th century I think Ronald Reagan was a deep thinker I think George Reagan Bush, was a deep thinker oh he was not oh no yes one, he was George George Bush uh the the the, the first the first absolutely was a deep thinker about deep what thinker. about he was George, he was an absolutely deep thinker about foreign policy, about international affairs. The man had been the man had been ambassador of the United Nations. He'd been CIA director, hundred percent. You know, one of the most qualified men to become president. The CIA director is a deep thinker. Have you seen the trouble of the CIA recently, uh, Jerry? You know, I'm I'm telling you. Listen again. We can talk about how things have fallen off, to say the George, least. Right? Herbert Walker Bush, a deep thinker, hundred percent. Without a doubt. Well, all right. Your definition yeah. of deep thinker and mine. I tell you what, you're right about Reagan. because, And here's why. Uh, because Reagan uh, understood that he uh, uh, had to promote uh, a, a philosophy. Right. And so what Reagan did was he did his homework. Uh, Reagan never, if you, Reagan would never consider himself a deep thinker. I think the number one evidence of a deep thinker is someone who doesn't see themselves as, as a deep thinker. Probably. I think that's Ra- probably true. Reagan, Reagan, uh, knew uh, that he had to stand on the intellect and the moral uh, uh, shoulders of those who came before him, which is why he read Russell Kirk, which is why he read the great uh, uh, conservative uh, thinkers and philosophers. Uh, Reagan, uh, Reagan, and why he surrounded himself with similar deep thinking conservatives. Yeah, but 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 post Reagan, I, I wouldn't put. Hey. But George, Jerry, George uh, Walker Bush had no philosophy, Andrew. How could you oh, be I a think, deep thinker? How could you be a deep thinker and, uh, and and have no philosophy? I think he had. A, I think I think he had. A, I think he had a philosophy. I think he had a philosophy of American greatness and wanted to maintain Americans' great position in the world. But my 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 point in the end is then why did then why then, then why did he stop and not go into Iraq? He could have had Pax Americana and chose not to. Because I think, you know, then this may be you can we can disagree with him on this, but I think that well, may be one of the failings of sort of an adherence to the post-World War II. George Herbert Walker Bush was an internationalist. He was a globalist. Yes, but OK, that doesn't mean that he wasn't a deep thinker. All right. The, the, again, again, we can disagree. Right. right. I can. So here, here's my point it, it, to go back to. I knew that Sarah Palin was not serious about running for president when Sarah Palin didn't do things yeah. like go and and visit, you know, foreign countries, right. yes. engage in a tour and write a book about foreign affairs. Or forget writing a book. She didn't read a book. Read a book. Yes. OK, that's my point. Yeah. So so um, so Mike Pence, for instance, he comes out of the, the, the Trump administration and he turns around and he puts together a great think tank called advancing american freedom they do good policies it's so great that i have seen nothing from them come across my desk oh, okay well that 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 okay that's a measurement jerry that's your measurement of, of By, uh, what, what doing. Uh, I'm, I'm the editor of real clear policy I, I understand that jerry and i don't know whether or not they are thinking about it that way but the point or is doing, doing anything they're doing research what research they, 
They're doing research on, on they, what? On, on public policy. On what? <clears throat> Environmental policy, energy policy, foreign policy. They're doing all kinds of research on these. I things. haven't heard public Mike Pence say anything cogent on uh, the energy crisis that we're experiencing right now uh, on 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 the on the uh, he hasn't pushed back well, on I think the he, environmental alarmism, uh, you know, the wildfire. Has. Sure. It, it, yes. Yes, he has. But the point the point being is that all of the good work that someone can do can be completely undone by some boneheaded move like going and pretending to pump gas and talking about an issue and forgetting to actually push which kind of gas you're getting. That, listen, we've got a whole way so that you and I can agree on something, Jerry. We disagree on little things along the way. I think, I think, here's what I think. I think that, uh, again, Mike Pence is a politician uh, and he does not, uh, he, he should not be running for president. I think he's off-putting. Uh, I think he has, uh, he has, uh, he's undistinguished. Uh, Christy Nome, very similar. I think she's attractive. I think she's a woman. I think, you know, for demographics, she she uh, she covers certain bases. But unfortunately, I think she's compromised on conservative principle as governor. Uh, uh, not she hasn't. Some would say that she has uh, betrayed conservative principle. That's not true. But she has compromised. Uh, Chris Christie. Again, I, I, I've always wanted to like him because I, he has this pugnacious kind of attitude. He's a puncher. But the problem with with Chris Christie is. It goes back to Bridgegate, where right. uh, in, instead of uh, instead of fighting the Obama administration, the DOJ, he literally threw his staff under the bus. Right, and a good and a good man doesn't do that. Well, uh, uh, I, I, and, uh, and he's I, hold on, and he's disqualified himself now because he is completely in the clutches of or become an apologist for the Justice Department in these in, in these insane prosecutions of Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, so, I, 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 I still like Nikki Haley. I think she yes. was a, a good governor. Uh, she was, again, the ambassador uh, to the United Nations. Uh, she has done a good job kind of walking that line of 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 not alienated, uh, alienating the uh, Trump segment of the party, but also showing some independence. Uh, I know that there are others in the Republican Party. Conservatives don't like her. I like her. I, I tell you who I love. And I'd vote for him in a second. I, I, heck, I go down if he called me up and said he wants to go beat up some guys in an alley. I go down and help him. Is Tim Scott? Yes, that's... I think I, I think Tim Scott is a good and decent man. But even Tim Scott, right? He has gone after DeSantis on the uh, Florida doesn't teach slavery nonsense, and even he bit on that. The yeah. uh, you know the, the uh, again a a despicable lie that in Florida the public schools. Uh, are not teaching about slavery. It is a complete and utter lie. Uh, they are not teaching the benefits of slavery. A complete lie. Tim Scott did fall for that, but again, he's in a primary and is trying to distinguish himself from DeSantis. Uh, you know, you know, not you know, not unlike um, not unlike what others are doing in terms of 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 trying to distinguish themselves from Trump. Uh, but the guy, look, the the standard. Uh, in terms of intellect, in terms of what he says, I agree with almost all the time. It's um, it's Ramaswamy. Yeah, yeah. H however, if you want, if you want, if you, but however, if you want someone who is who is philosophical, who is the kind of the uh, reincarnation of Reaganism, it is it is shoulder, you know, head and shoulders above everyone else. It's Ron DeSantis. Uh, did you see recently when they asked him? 
about Trump and the personal attacks. He went in. He went in and gave an eloquent uh, explanation on Federal Federalist Number Ten yeah. uh, and and Madison right. and the founders. This guy, Ron DeSantis. The problem with Republicans is that they're all a bunch of morons. Ron DeSantis is the guy, and yes. we shouldn't be making him work for it this hard. He should. We should be. This should be a golden road at the end of it, the nomination, and we should be all carrying uh, Ron DeSantis uh, uh, to the to the nomination. But instead, uh, the Republicans are again the stupid party, and we're just beating up on the guy. Which, which, uh, which was which was going to be which was going to be one of my one of my my topics. I mean, it gets down to this, and I'll say this much: Ron DeSantis is the guy. Period. If if what one of the things that that one of the issues that Jerry or one of the things that Jerry's saying that has that has great merit here. Yeah, politics is not a zero sum game, you know, just because you win, I lose, blah, blah. I mean, I guess in some ways it is. My, my, my point is that there is a tremendous amount of talent out there that Ron DeSantis needs, whether it's on the ground organizational skills, whether or not it's folks helping him do messaging, getting the word out and allied organizations. And it's not a question of money and, and, and other candidates sucking up money, though I suppose they are. But there is a real talent gap. Ron DeSantis has had a certain amount of talent working for his campaign. Some of it has helped, some of it has hurt. I think part of what you're saying, Jerry, is that it's not necessarily Ron DeSantis's campaign's fault that Ron DeSantis hasn't broken out more from the rest of the pack. No, I think it's the I think it's the Republican Party's fault. I think it's yes. the it, it is the uh, rank and file Republicans. I think it's the RNC. Look, I, I'd rig the game. They should learn from the Democrats. Rig it. Yeah. Rig the game so the guy who can win or the girl who could win wins the nomination. Rig well, it. Sound- in fact, in fact, I'm sorry. I'll say this, and, and I'm going to say a bad word, but fuck the primaries. <laughs> Seriously, uh, let's forget it. Go back to the back room. Well, yeah, all right, all right. This is important. Let's pick so, the, so best, the, the best, the best, the best person. This gets into. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to tell an anecdote that I may have told on the air. I can't. I don't think I can tell all the players who were involved. Um, but I, I am sorry for saying a bad word. I not sorry. Don't worry about it. I was um, uh, when I was living in Maryland. Um, we had a problem with uh, uh, a congressional district and a congressional race. Uh, the race and folks can figure this out. They'll noodle this through. But folks can, you know, where we had a retiring sitting congressman, um, there was a, an open primary and there was a, a blistering, brutal primary uh, in the on the Republican side, just brutal Republican primary. And the Republican candidate emerged damaged and the Democrats took a seat that should have been an easy walk for the Democrats or should have been an easy walk for the Republicans. The following cycle, two years later, I saw the same thing happening. And I was like, I'm not going to let this happen. Republicans need this seat. We need to sit down and get into a back room and duke it out. Um, And sometimes I'm going to use a bad word here. uh, Sometimes somebody has to be the asshole in a room and say, you're going to run and you're not going to run. You know, we're going to get behind this guy because this is much too difficult. And, you know, I didn't have to wind up being that asshole. And I mean, I was the asshole in the room, 
but I didn't wind up having to sort of make any orders. One candidate in that primary said, you know something, I'm going to sit this one out and actually eventually got out of politics entirely. Uh, and the other one wound up uh, winning and, and has held on to that seat for more than a decade. And, and you know, sometimes you have to do that. There is merit. You know, it's not just right. There is a there is a um, a bad connotation to the smoke filled back room. Right. And the concept of party bosses. And I and I understand this. But on the other hand, there is something to be said for parties that are at contretemps with one another. I'm going to pull out a $5 word there. Um, opposing parties sitting down in a room away from the public eye to actually air their grievances oh, to uh, one another and come to a decision and say, you know something, you know, with some with some honest broker in the room negotiating between the two of them. I mean, Jerry's here, talking about rigging, look, but the reality look, look. is some adult no. needs to sit down. Sorry, go ahead, Jerry. But, but, but here's the thing, right? Um, democracy, for democracy's sake, is not a is not a positive good. I don't understand why uh, those who don't pay attention to politics or policy, who aren't engaged, don't know what's happening on Capitol Hill, don't know who their senators are or their sitting congressmen. Somehow that person is going to have influence uh, the uh, uh, whether or not Donald Trump is the nominee. Sure. I'm sorry. I don't want a a a a podunk, ignorant, can't read. Uh, uh, my uh, sister's on meth uh, uh, deciding uh, the Republican nominee. There is something to be said that, you know, and again, there is some demo representative democracy in the Republican Party and in the Democratic Party. I'm sure this is true as well. You know, if you're engaged, well, then you you can run for committee, man. You, but however, there is a there are elections to be a committee person. Every district, right, has. Uh, two committee persons, a female and a male, in the in the how the Republican Party works, and what we ought to do is have and the committee persons then vote on a county chairman and a and then the county chairman then vote oh. on a state chairman. I think what we need in the Republican Party is stop with the podunk, stop with the people who like show up at a Trump rally, you know, with their with their wife beaters on. I don't want the nominee. Uh, coming from those people. I'm, I'm I'm saying, I'm telling the truth. There's too much at stake here. I have five kids. Our right, country but, is going okay. in the wrong direction. I want, I want those who are engaged in no policy. So let the nomination be up to the, uh, the state chairman, the county chairman and the committee persons. That's who decides this. I don't know. Period. I, I, because I, having, having been in that process, you know, there, I, I I'm not so sure I have a tremendous amount of faith Look, yeah, you're going to have jerks. You're going to have well. look, look. The worst people I've ever met in my life in politics are those. I was, I was. By the way, I was on county committee, and I know you were too. Yeah. But the fact I mean, of the matter it's, it's is, it's a little different in Maryland. But, but, go ahead. but however, I knew, I knew everything. I knew about tax policy. I knew what was being voted on. I knew who could be trusted, who couldn't be trusted. I knew everything. What we're doing now is we're literally letting people who you know who watch. Who, who watch like uh, NASCAR or or WWE? I don't have a problem with people watching NASCAR. I don't I, have a problem. I, 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 but, but, I, I'm, I'm making a point. I, I know Not, you are. I know you're exaggerating. You take you take those people out of the equation. Donald Trump doesn't win this nomination. No, but on the other hand, why do we want? Why do we want these people? Take those people out of the equation. The Republicans don't beat Hillary Clinton in 2016. 
I don't know. It, I mean, right. I don't and, know and, because, and so because it's, you it's, know, you're right about that. You're right. Here's Look, the thing. Here's of, the thing. It's all about. There, the, hold but, on. But, it's all about balance, right? This is why we have separation of powers. This is why we have two houses of Congress. This is why at one time we had. I'm not saying don't let them vote for the, for the presidency. What I'm saying is, in the primary process, let the parties decide this. Yeah, but uh, but again, that uh, that has its own that has its own problems, right? Then then where we wind up with elitists. Look, you know, you look, you, you and I, you you, you yeah, uh, you know what? I I I uh, when, when I'm dealing with regulatory policy and 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 uh, this nonsense banning gas. Right, but okay, but Jerry, but, but yeah, Jerry, I want some people who know, hold on for a second. Know, let's who, say, who know the facts. but a party, but party hacks are what are what get us Joe Biden as president. You know, to go back to your phrase, right? Or to your, you know, party. Yes. Would no, get, you made my Mike, point. Yes. Mike party hacks. President. Yes. They oh, won. Well, then on the Republicans, no. like Pence being president. No, P- Pence wouldn't. No, because the party hacks would reject him. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure. Again, sort of getting down to it. It's, it's, you know, it, it, what works, what works on paper, you know, who, who, well, all right, fine. I'd Republicans. rather, I, t- I tell you what, I'd rather have anyone else but Trump or Biden. So Wait, if, okay, if, all right. So I'll, I'll, I'll agree with if, it. If, if, so Mike Pence, I'll take uh, I'll take a Mike Pence. This is the point. You know, it's over, it's, over it's a hierarchy and it's ranking, which is where I am now in terms but of sort let of. Let me ask you a question because because you know oh. this and I know and I know your 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 kind of libertarian leanings. This whole open primary. I'm sorry, I misspoke. It's not open primaries, but this whole primary process it came as a re, like the ant like the anti Watergate. Democracy that people know better. Right. People don't know better. Democracy I, is not a good thing. Look it, what democracy okay. got us in Afghanistan. It got us the Taliban. No, no, no. Democracy listen, is not democracy from, good. I agree with you. Democracy for every democracy, democracy by the way, in the history of the world, every democracy, every democracy in the history of the world, save the U.S., I, literally has, has denigrated into tyranny. Right, because it becomes a mobocracy. Yes, That's absolutely true. I, and and it's it, again, it has to. And be, the mobocracy has, has, given us, balance, has given us given us Donald power. Trump. Well, but again. Right. Of course, there are checks on that power in, in the end. Wow. Now, what you're saying, hold on, Jerry, let's sort of go back here and, and, and talk about what you're saying. Right. Because what you're talking about here is is I'm the, very radical today, aren't I? No, you are. But but again, <laughs> it's what got us the 17th Amendment to the Constitution. For those of you unfamiliar with this, this is the the amendment that gave us the direct election of senators. Right. When the founding fathers this is the point that I was trying to make earlier. When the founding fathers created our structure of government, the legislative branch was divided into two two houses, one of which was elected from the people, the, the House of Representatives, and the other one, which was supposed to be chosen by state legislatures. And, and it's essentially it's a it's it's a version of what you're talking about here, um, that that a, a certain group of body that has a relationship with the people itself and is accountable to the people. They're the ones who choose the senators. Let me let me um, let me let, let me. And as well, listen, as it has it has merit in that in that regard. My my point in the end is I disagree with Jerry. I think that NASCAR voters have merit. I think that people who are, are right. Voting, I get. It. I was right. just trying to make a point about I know, Look, yeah. I, I I don't mind NASCAR. Although NASCAR has gone all woke, diversity, equity, yes. inclusion, nonsense. Here's the bottom line. Just, again, just to bring this, put a pin. Hold on, hold on, time, time, no, no. Before you get to the bottom line, because I want you to get to that. You. Because that's a point we can't miss. Let's not underestimate the fact that there are folks who are working overtime to transform NASCAR into something that it wasn't. In the well, they, they, they've succeeded. 
Yes, because they want to change the NASCAR voter. They want to change. They want to because they know the NASCAR voting block is an important here, voting block. The here, bottom line, Jerry. Well, what, what's, what's going to what, what's going to well, NASCAR NASCAR? Look, here's the bottom line for me, and that is uh, I believe in the rule of law, not the rule of men. And America is we, we started the program talking about the corruption of Joe Biden, uh, uh, talking about, you know, I knew you were going to ask that question. Well, the answer to the question is uh, the question to me is, how do we stop America's um, unraveling? How do we stop the uh, descent into madness, into uh, into tribalism, balkanization, uh, every every sector? of the American economy and the American culture is, is being, is under attack right now. Everything, the, everything is under attack. So the question is, how do we stop it? The answer is we need, we need to go return to our roots, uh, our founding roots. We need to be governed by law and not governed by men. Yes. And the more we democratize, the more we push democracy and they, we romanticize the voter. We romanticize the people. Stop you it. Know, we need secretary. to uphold the law. It's about the law. Well, hold on. And, and it's an important point that you raise. We weren't even going to talk about this today. But talking about Ron DeSantis, this removal of this prosecutor from uh, from office down in Florida is a prime example. Are you tracking this, Jerry? This, this, yeah, of course. Well, the left, the left says how horrible she's elected by the people. Uh, Ron DeSantis yeah. is being anti-democracy. Yeah, because she's derelict in her duty. Right. Because she's not following the law, and right. so therefore, Ron DeSantis has has by law certain triggers that he can push in order to remove her. It's government by law, yes. governing uh, not not by men, not by. Not by humans or or, or, or you know, men and women. I don't want to be. I don't want to be governed by Ron DeSantis. That's I want to be governed by Ron DeSantis following the law. That's why I raise I raise the issue is because it's, yeah. it's a prime example of 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 what you're what you're talking about here. Um, listen before before we go because I I we would do we want to continue to talk a little bit about the the Joe Biden thing or do we want to go and talk about the non vetting of Barack Obama? Um, because that, well, that uh, you know, Barack Obama's done. The fact of the matter is, um, uh, he spent eight years more or less, uh, um, uh, temp uh, t tempering what he wanted to do. But, uh, this presidency, Joe Biden has done more in four years to implement the very radical Barack Obama uh, 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 agenda, uh, than Barack Obama could ever have hoped for. Uh, so, uh, uh you know, again, we talk about how. You know, when did things uh, begin to go awry, go wrong? There's lots of right inflection points or, or, or points in American history we can point to. But I think the, the tipping point was Barack Obama, uh, well, was I, Barack Obama becoming president. I, I think I think the re-weaponization, you know, it's so funny. I did um, IRS, DOJ, exactly. You, the, you know, you know, I used to and it wasn't a joke. I used to talk about how we could equate the Barack Obama presidency with the Nixon presidency in terms of what was being done. Um, in terms of silence in the opposition. And it's interesting, right? Because you get into the things that Donald Trump was charged with in this indictment. We talked about it quite a bit last week. Um, but the issue of depriving people of their of their rights and how Donald Trump was being charged criminally for that. And I would I would submit that Barack Obama did more, if not worse, because it was a direct impact. The Obama administration was doing he more. did more. He did more and worse. 
And again, I know we talked about it last week, but I'll say it here. The J6 indictment, uh, the most recent indictment of Donald Trump, and I am no Donald Trump fan, obviously, from this conversation. I am I am I am off the Trump boat, so to speak, or off the train or whatever. The fact of the matter is, is that this indictment is 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 maybe the most dangerous um uh, uh action by DOJ uh, since the times of 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 uh, of Jim Crow and and pre-civil rights. Uh essentially this DOJ is taking what ought to be political uh, and making it criminal. Right. And and if that's the new standard, then we are going to stifle speech. We're going to have censorship and we're going to have candidates and we're going to have a rule of the oligarch. Yeah. Uh, this is this is this is what this is where we're heading. We're heading towards a kind of a Russian style oligarchy where where the rich and powerful uh, uh, hunger games, where the rich and powerful uh, have uh, have uh, have have. Um, sway and have power over the but more to the point in creating rules that in the end either don't apply to them or that they can afford i mean Jerry's hierarchy the, hierarchy is two tiers of these things you know we've you talked know. about this where where it's not hypocrisy it's not you know uh, uh good for you know good for thee not for me no it's not hypocrisy wake up people it is hierarchy yeah. they believe they're better uh than us i mean they, i mean you see it all the time where where they want to defund the police but they have private security uh, they want to allow for uh, criminals to roam the streets and riot, uh, but they have gated uh, gates around their homes. You know they want to uh, they want to take more of your resources, your money uh, for migrants and for uh, diversity, equity, inclusion projects. Uh, yet they uh, they keep for themselves uh, uh, riches and resources. Uh, you know they tell us not to use our car or or fly. Yet they have private jets and they again the the hierarchy is. It's uh, it's amazing what and, is in front of us, to but point, we're 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 close. Everything to that it. this administration is doing is building on this. So whether it is creating rules and proposals that will effectively double the price of gas from where it is now to over six right. a gallon, whether it is to you know mandate that uh, um, uh, that more electric cars are on the road that uh, that average people cannot afford, a Andrew. Uh, whether I, it is I, I, you know dishwasher rules about dishwashers or stoves right. or Yes. Look, uh, and again, and oh, and they all they they all talk from the same talking points. This morning on social media, I can't tell you how many uh, how many uh, uh, posts I've seen uh, where oh, electricity is so expensive because of climate change, because of the extreme <laughs> the extreme temperatures. And a, a, a colleague of ours, a former colleague of ours. Uh, uh, at WBAL tweeted out that, oh, no. that extreme temps and climate change. Uh, and, and there's an AP story about a woman uh, who has to run her air conditioner all the time and her, and her, her electricity bills through the roof. Yes. Well, my goodness, are you, are you so uncurious? Uh, the reason why electricity is so high is because of the policies of this presidency. Right. Number one, number two, by the way, it's not the hottest July on record. That's true. Uh, in fact, the hottest July on record, uh, I think, was in 2014. Uh, and, and oh, by the way, uh, the reason why there are high temps in places like uh, Tempe, Arizona, is because of the concrete effect that we talked about. Well, on the, the program, urban where, island effect. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and, and in fact, if you look at if you look at uh, NASA data and you look at ground uh, ground temperature data, the Earth 
has been cooling for eight years. Right. Uh, no, uh, there is no sea rise that's causing New Orleans to 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 to, to lower. In fact, if if New Orleans is 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 um if if, if there's sea rise in New Orleans, how could it be only New Orleans, yes. right? Because if the ice caps are melting. Uh, sea rise happens everywhere. The why problem with New Orleans, yes. right? The problem with New Orleans is is that it, it's there's a natural occurrence where a city already under the sea level under sea right, level is 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 shrinking a bit. The, yes. the, the, the the fact is, is that they have to tell us climate change, climate change. They have to because when we're paying so much for gas, when we can't travel to see our parents, uh, and when and when energy uh, is through the roof. It's not because of their policies. It's because of climate change. Which Even is, this is, nonsense now uh, with, with, with the wildfires. The wildfires are not because of climate change. If you look at again, you look at the you look at the history. There are fewer uh, uh, wildfires today than there were a hundred years ago. The fact is, environmental policies that uh, prohibit the uh, the clearing out of underbrush right. is causing wildfires. Uh, and 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 right now in Hawaii, we don't know yet. But it looks like the re- there is uh, this wildfire uh, is because of 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 overgrown non-native grass. Sure. Right. But, I mean, so I mean, my goodness. Anyway, I'm sorry. I so, no, it's a, I, I, I get it, Jerry. I mean, this this is this is exactly it. You know, there is a there is a narrative that is being pushed. Right. When you go on and you watch the Weather Channel or your local weather and all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. What used to be yellow. Uh, you know, yellow temperatures is now you know fire red, red with you know, the fire red across. Yes, because we're all on fire. Yeah, that that it, it it's all designed to provoke uh, a narrative that is at work here. It, it is it is crazy. Every hey. single every single leading environmental indicator uh, in terms of clean water and clean air, in terms of more trees and forest, uh, everything is on the upswing. Everything is on the positive, right. uh, and also with ice caps. Um, no. There's no evidence. I'm sorry, you know more than me in this area, but uh, uh, the uh, the ice, uh, the sea ice around Antarctica is yes. not melting. No, uh, it's, yes, and it, it goes back and forth. Sure, of course, it, 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 right. And, 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 there, and, and then there is the question as to whether or not ocean temperatures are are rising because of something going on in the climate. Or because there are undersea volcanoes on undersea volcanic activity. Right. Imagine, well, that's another thing too. Is, imagine I mean, when you the, have a when you have something heating the water under the water, it actually it actually right. gets. Burnt. But also again, we don't, let's not talk, maybe we should do a show on climate change. But, sure. but the fact of the matter is, uh, the solar activity, hey. the orbit of the Earth, uh, El Nino's weather patterns, all of those things, all of these things impact. Now, climate change is occurring, i.e., weather happens. Uh, but well, this and idea the cli- and the climate changes. That's the whole point is right. that, it, that there, is, there is a cycle that goes on. By the way, we would be remiss, Jerry. I don't know if you and I talked about this, but if we didn't say kudos to Myron Ebel from the Competitive Enterprise Institute, who is now retired, yes. or they have announced his retirement. So congratulations to him. Um, Jerry, uh, were you a fan Andrew. of the band? What? Were you a fan of the band? Yes, I know. Robert yeah. Robertson passed away 80 years old. 80 years sad. old, yeah. very sad, a uh, huge, huge fan. You've seen I my- I tell you, the, the funny thing- I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you know, the funny thing is that, you know, he's born 1943. And in my mind, 43 isn't that old, only because my father was born 1938. Yes. So it's like, holy cow. Like, you know, Yeah, like, I get it. Believe me, you know, and it, it makes you want to draw closer to your to your folks because, you know, yeah. you have guys like Robbie Roberts. It also, it all, it all, it also that, I mean, we're, we're, we're losing- um, legacy artists 
Um, it's interesting. Um, uh, uh, Dion DiMucci. I love Dion. Oh, yeah. I saw you tweet out about him. Yeah. So Dion DiMucci is coming out with a new album. And uh, Dion is 85 years old. Is this the duets album that he's doing? I think so. I think yeah. so. Yes. But yeah. 85. Yes. It's, it's, and, it's and, crazy. And he, I mean, he looks fantastic. He does. He looks great for 85. Yeah. Remember, 80, 85 is the new... Uh, Right. What is it? Uh, uh, yeah. 85 is the new 75. 85 is so. Um, And I say this because my dad's 87. So, yeah. 80, I, 80, I, and then, uh, 75 is the uh, new 68. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. So, so um, yeah, I urge you, if you haven't seen it, there's a great documentary. I think it was We Were Brothers um, about the band. Go and check that out. It's, it's good stuff. I was uh, sort of hit between the eyes i've been listening you know, to the, their first uh, their debut album had uh all kinds of what we consider now classics oh yeah uh, the weight was on their initial album their, yes. their debut album now the thing about the weight is is that for them it never sold well it wasn't a big yeah. hit but later aretha franklin i didn't realize aretha franklin yes. and others covered the weight and had and had success with it yeah, now of course was, it's a you know it's it a, was included a, i believe on the uh the big chill album and that that helped us. Oh, well. I tell you what, the big yeah. chill did since you raised it. That sure. caused a revival of Motown, sure, and and sixties, late sixties music. Agreed. Yeah, no, I, 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 I bought I bought the I bought the cassette. I had the I had the vinyl album, Jerry. Still over here, I have the vinyl <laughs> album. Um, Great, Jerry. Album. You're on on Sunday. What you got going on? And what do you want next? What do you want? Hey, to who do? who was who was the famous actor, by the way? Who uh who who played the dead guy in Oh Kevin uh, Costner, his first role. It was Kevin Costner. Yeah, it was his it was his first role, and he was cut out, and then he came back. Lawrence Kasdan brought him back for Silverado, which is a great movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, remember Silverado with Kevin Klein? Yep, yep. yep. There you go. Hey Kevin but, Klein, a great actor, by the way. Yes. Uh are you not on Sunday? Are you on, on Sunday? Are I'm you- on Sunday. I'm on Sunday. Uh by WBAL. Uh, I did a good hour, uh, you know, look, um, it's the best Sunday show you'll hear, period. Yes. WBAL, I, I, the Jerry, go, go, go podcast at uh, WBAL.com uh, podcast, Jerry Rogers. So uh, I am in for Steve Gruber all of next week. Wow. Uh, check busy that out. Guy. Steve busy Gruber. guy, busy guy. SteveGruberShow.com. Uh, we've got uh, the lunch hour, Wayne Cruz this week. I don't remember who next week's is. Um, we are going to be on a break for a week though, Jerry, right? Cause you're going on vacation. I am. I am. We're, we're heading to the beach. Yes. Yeah. So you and I will, will do a show when you, when you come back. Um, and, and then we've got your show. That's your new show. That's coming up that you're going to start recording. Um, that is, yeah. It, and then I'm on WMAL the last week of, uh, the last week of August, beginning of the first week of, of September. Jerry, what do you want folks to do? Oh, my goodness. Find the truth, plant your feet, uh, and stand firm. God bless you. Have a great week, everybody. Have fun, and please stay safe.